Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? And as a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Check one, two. This thing on? Is this on? How do we do this thing again? Do we? How, how do we? Yeah, uh, uh, it's been it's been two weeks. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, weird that we have a lot of stuff to talk about in January. I almost said December, but it's officially 2024. HHN is this year. We don't have to say it's next year. And let's get into it because, like I said, there's a lot to discuss. There was some permits. There was some code names. There's paper maps. John Murdy is tweeting out random crap. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to Dapper Brewing Co. and Shirts. We got this. Sweet. Let me see if you can look at the video. I'll try and stand up. We got a little sweet little swag. They got all kinds of cool universal themed t-shirts. Check them out on Instagram, Twitter. Let me pull up their exact handle because I want to make sure that I get it. I get it correct. But they they sent out us. They sent all of us out a couple shirts and these things are super, super cool. Like I said, they have a lot of universal themed ones. So they have one that says Hooters, but it's got Hedwig on there. I got the little Earl's winter lager. Jamie, I believe you got the the Yule. The Hoobrew. Uh, the Hoobrew. The Hoobrew, mm-hmm. very Grinch oriented. So they had a lot of Christmas stuff themed. Uh, they have some Mardi Gras stuff coming out, but that is Dapper Brewing and Co. If you go and search them on Instagram, it is literally that Dapper Brewing and Co. C-O. All lowercased, all together. Go find them, give them a like, give them a follow, give them a share, buy some merch, all that good jazz. But like I said, we're going to be firing on all cylinders tonight because this is a jam-packed episode. So without further ado, let me just crack my beer real quick. Um, I did grab one. I got this cool little creepy claw beer opener that I found in my drawer when I was cleaning out my copious amount of crap that I had to throw away. Typical spring cleaning done six months too late. <laughs> but I'm going to be drinking an OVP. This is a uh, Oakland Vanilla Porters from Sam Adams. It was part of their winter collection. Brewed up in my home state, of Massachusetts, from Boston. Sam Adams Brewery, which weirdly enough is still considered independent brewing. This is like an independent craft beer. They still have the label on there, even though it's very, very macro these days. It's weirdly... Weirdly still falling into that category, but just another porter, 5.8 ABV, 35 IBU, and it's got a nice little taste. I, I had one of these the other night, so I don't have to give you my first impressions, <laughs> but it's a great porter, that's for sure. Mm. <laughs> tasty, tasty, tasty. So let's get into things then, shall we? Because there's a lot. I guess the first thing we can talk about is something that's not it's like hhn adjacent it's not necessarily horror nights news but it could be it could be there was a merger amongst horror movie creators we'll say Uh, blumhouse and atomic monster there was a merger between the two production companies 
the deal is closed and we can kind of expect that they're both going to be just pumping out more and more of these horror movies. And they've had some collabs before. I think they were, I think they worked together on Megan if I, if I'm not mistaken, but mm-hmm. I know that they have had sim. they had that very similar style, James Wan and Jason Blum. But Blumhouse has a first look deal with Universal that will continue into this summer. And Blumhouse is now owned and and three ways by Blum, who is a majority shareholder. Juan and Universal are the parent company Comcast. So there's a lot of moving pieces there. But what that means for us is Blumhouse clearly has a relationship with H.H. Yeah, Blumhouse has a relationship with H.H.N. clearly. So does that open up properties that were once under the James Wan Atomic Monster branding? I wonder how how that works, but I would think so. So we're talking the Annabelle franchise. We're talking Mm -hmm. the Conjuring franchise, Lights Out, Malignant, the Nun series. There's a lot of fun potential. They also have Megan 2.0, which is a future (laughs) sequel. Not making this oh, stuff up, and there is a remake of Salem's Lot coming out. That will be I did see that. That this, looks fun. Yeah, underneath mm-hmm. this umbrella. So, what do you think? Are you? I mean, do you think this is a possibility? Are you excited by any of this? We did already have Megan, so it's like there there was definitely some sort of relationship already there between the two. I'm super excited by it, and I definitely think it would be quite the possibility, like you were mentioning before, the relationship that HHN has with Blumhouse. I think it would be, the possibilities are endless, honestly, and it would be cool if we could get some Conjuring stuff, if we could get maybe Insidious to come back. Eh, Megan don't really care about that much, but there's a lot of good properties that could now be more, hopefully, coming to fruition than chances that we had before. So I think think it'd be really cool, and it's definitely possible. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for the possibility of having these conjuring nun series stuff, you know, Annabelle, Megan, we, we kind of I don't really yeah. need to get into that. No. Lights out, cool movie, not great house, malignant. I don't think I've seen lights out. It's fun, but it's not it's I don't think anything that it, I don't think it could be a house really. Okay. There there's no it's just no. a good thrillery kind of mm-hmm. deal. And then malignant, same thing. I don't I didn't enjoy that movie. I don't remember enjoying it, actually. I liked Malignant. I I would have to maybe watch it again. I remember being excited about it. It looked really cool. And then Mm -hmm. I I think it just fell flat for me. I don't remember enjoying it. And I I can usually... The fact that I don't know if I enjoyed it and the fact that I don't... And I know that I don't hate it just leads me to believe it was just sort of there. It was a movie. It was Mm -hmm. something that was written down, something that was filmed, and something that was put into my eyeballs. But it's exciting, nonetheless. I mean, this doesn't. There's nothing definitive about this. We don't. We can't mm-hmm. jump to conclusions and say, "Hey, right. they they kind of sealed the deal. We got Conjuring this year." But it, the, it's an even more believable possibility, I guess, is the best That's way, good way to put, to put it. it. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So, like I said, we had a whole bunch of news and stuff like that. Let's just talk on some vague stuff first, and then we'll get into the real meat and potatoes. And that would be. HHN over in the UK. Now, this is just complete speculation, but uh, there was a news report that Universal had acquired land and they are at the early stages of exploring its feasibility for a potential park and resort resort at that site. It's over in Bedford, which is just a 15 minute drive from the town center and covers acres of land on either side of Manor Road and 
Kemp, Kempston Hardwick Station. Sorry to the UK listeners, I'm probably butchering <laughs> that. But more than half of the UK population lives within two hours of this location. It is just 45 minutes from London, and it is easily accessible from the Lutton Airport. Not London, the Lutton, wherever wherever that may be. But they they've made they've made it clear that they're they're in the early stages of putting a park over there. Makes sense. It's kind of like that in between. We have so many of the UK that come over here for the all the theme parks and stuff like that. I'm sure they would enjoy taking a break. I'm sure their wallets would enjoy taking a break from having to fly international to visit a universal park. So this is something that's not happening anytime in the immediate future. This is a long-term plan. And you can only imagine that HHN would be another part of it. There's only one universal park, I think, that doesn't have a Horror Nights. That's a pretty prominent figure of of all the other universal parks. So it's, it's interesting that this could be coming down the pipeline. But again, this is something that's just not anywhere near the groundbreaking level we're, we're looking at universals epic universe right down the street from us with an opening date potentially at summer of 25 and we're still a little ways out from that so the fact that they're not even broken ground on that they're a good eight to ten years or so i'd say from from that actually happening so we'll have to we'll have to kind of wait and see on that but that's just that's pretty pretty far out But I'd only imagine that HHN would be coming coming there at some point because it's like I said, it's it's pr- very prominent in the majority of the other parks itself. So what do you think? You think I mean, you'd have to imagine that Universal is going to add HHN to a UK park if that's what they're building over there. Sorry, I had lost you for a minute, there, but I'm back now. So hopefully I didn't repeat what you said. But essentially what I was going to say is that. I feel like maybe it's kind of too early to think about if they're going to be having HHN at the theme parks there. But like you said, a lot of the guests from the UK do come here and really do enjoy Halloween Horror Nights. So I think it would definitely be utilized if they do bring it to the park over there. But I, like I said, I feel like it's kind of in the early stages of thinking about it. I feel like maybe they would probably implement the park and have it open as that for maybe a few years and then input HHN into it. But I don't see it not happening. Yeah, I, I think we're 10 to 15 years away from that right. being a thing. Yeah, I, I think we're probably eight years from a park mm-hmm. and I mean, minimum, minimum for mm-hmm. sure. Um, something that went around the parks recently. This was a bit of a surprise, kind of came out of nowhere. The theme parks are seemingly done with their physical paper menus or not menus, but the maps. <laughs> so disappointing. Uh, yeah, people like to hold on to those for for souvenirs. I know we have a handful of them. So that's that's kind of interesting. What did you think about that? I think it's kind of I, – I honestly don't – I mean, like, save the trees and everything. I guess they're cutting down on the paper usage, which is great. So that's kind of nice. But I just feel like you said, I, we keep them as souvenirs. I have a couple of the HHN maps from 21 and 26 till I think, and I wish I would kept more over the years and just lost them over time and stuff like that. But I feel like it's a nice – cheap souvenir for people to bring home for those who don't want to spend a bunch of money on souvenirs and stuff like that and a lot of people like i don't want to say don't have access to phones but there are people who don't have access to cell phones but a lot of people don't want to be on their phones all day looking on their phone looking at the maps and all that kind of stuff and people 
just like having it right there. And they always had nice little designs and it was always fun when they had the different rides coming out or different attractions in the park they were opening up and they would design the different maps to it. So I, I think it's kind of sad, honestly. Yeah, I know that that's like a big deal. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are whatever. It's souvenir. Mm-hmm. But I I mean, for me personally, mm-hmm. could care less. I don't <laughs> use them. How, how many times do we go and actually need a map? I no, mean, I, know, I guess for the nice first timers it. or whatever. Yeah, it, it is a cool little and, and you don't get free often, but it's a free souvenir. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's an absolute waste of money and resources for Technology them. Technology is taking it, over. <laughs> Well, that yeah. that and it's just yeah, it's just useless. It's redundant. It you know, is at this you, point, you don't really need a map. You got thousand. You have thousands, or not, maybe not thousands, but you have hundreds of employees there. If somebody needs to go find something, just ask or look around because it's probably a giant sign that says "Go this way," and they're just, you know, idiots. No, Stu- you can only you can only stupid proof it enough. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Uh, John Murdy, he is infamous for just firing out tweets left and right like it's the Wild West. One that he put out. This is a while back because we're playing catch up on a lot of stuff. We were off for off for Christmas, off for New Year's. We were just kind of taking some family time and rejuvenating ourselves. So we're just kind of playing catch up here. But he had tweeted out saying that he had just finished the fifth. And John Murdy is is more on on hands with the the Hollywood. So this doesn't really affect us all too, too much. And we don't know if this is I can't remember if he had said it was shared between the two coasts. I don't believe it is. But he said that he had just finished the fifth and last house treatment. He's going to be writing this year for HHN uh, 2024 at at Hollywood. And this year, meaning 2023, not for the season, came in at a beefy 132 pages in the 18 years I've been doing HHN and the 111 house treatments I've written. This might be the darkest, most disturbing, and potentially scariest one. It went on. He went on later to confirm that this was going to be an IP. So interesting. <laughs> Curious what that IP could be that he had to A, do research on or this much research on, and what could possibly be that dark and disturbing and that's scary. I don't know. Interesting. What do you, I mean, do you have any guesses for what could potentially fill the holes of, of that mystery right there? I do remember seeing this tweet actually. And I immediately thought terrifier. <laughs> I feel yeah. I, for those who see the terrifiers, uh, the first and the second one, obviously there's more of a story behind it, but they also have the all Hallows Eve, uh, the first one. And then the second one, which is kind of like the origin story of Arthur Clown and stuff like that. So there is really a lot of backstory, but it did kind of throw me off when he said there was 132 pages. So in my head, I thought that was pretty extensive. I, the movies itself are, are fairly long, but I thought that was kind of extensive depending on how big the houses in Hollywood are compared to the ones in Orlando. We haven't been to Hollywood, unfortunately. So he really, he really thought this one through, but I immediately thought terrifier and that would be, maybe I'm just getting my hopes up, but I couldn't really think of anything else. I mean, I mean, disturbing movies that I think of, I feel like are kind of like one-off movies that I know wouldn't be at HHN. So I know it would just be kind of like ballpark guesses, but, but I'm curious. Did you think of anything? Did you think terrifier too? Um, I didn't want to just because I think that's where everyone's leaning. I think yeah. I think terrifiers in the water and everyone's just it's kind of infecting everybody now. I gave into the hype. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it makes it 
if it turned out to be Terrifier, it would make sense. And I'm sure there's there's plenty of other options out there that also would make sense. It's just interesting. It's it's an IP, so that's it really does narrow it down. I'd be curious if it was shared or not. I feel like if it was Terrifier, that's I don't know. Maybe they would just test it out in Hollywood and like not put it on the full grand scale of Orlando just to kind of see the reception of it. Right. But that would be kind of a miss, I think. I think if you're going to have it, if you're going to have the balls to have Terrifier, it would it would be at both. Mm hmm both Hollywood and Orlando. So I'm curious. That's I, I, I want to say it's probably not. I want to say it's probably some obscure B grade kind of deal IP thing. I don't think it's like a headliner IP. I think yeah. it's something, something along those lines. If it is, that's, that's great for me, honestly. <laughs> Cause yeah, I, I, I just feel stuff. like, yeah, I feel like it would be something like that. But I don't know. I, I'd have to really kind of dig in on it. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff we're going to talk about tonight that I'm kind of just like, I don't have the answers yet. I need to really think on it a little bit longer and we could probably re, you know, come back to this at some point. But yeah, this is it was interesting for sure. That was we, we had to at least mention that we don't mm -hmm. we don't talk about him often. But when he's directly mentioning houses, especially IPs, I think it's important to kind of bring it up a little bit. But yeah, that's that was what you know, we're, we're definitely in that early speculation season. So we're just kind of kind of winging it. There was a tweet put out. I believe it was Horror Night Nightmares or somebody else had mentioned it. But I know Horror Night Nightmares had put it out there that this was, I think, a screenshot of somebody's maybe their premiere pass. That's the one I think that comes with the Horror Nights admission, mm -hmm. the free admission. Yep. That and it stated one free night admission to Halloween Horror Nights in parentheses on select nights only advanced online reservations are required starting with the 2025 event reservation is subject to event capacity one reservation per valid premiere annual pass to redeem you must present your valid premiere annual pass at any Universal Studios Florida turnstile now it does seem that this is just really referencing the that extra pass that freebie but do you think the reservation system is something that will be implemented this year for frequent fear pass holders do you think it's going to be something that's limiting to us um i, I would hope not because we're already paying enough money for it as it is but <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised but i feel like this year when we bought our frequent fear pass we had to pick like we had to reserve a date when we originally bought our pass too and I don't know if that's the same kind of thing they're talking about or if they're literally speaking kind of how Disney did with COVID when you had to make a reservation every single time you went to the park. I, I don't think that's yeah, what they're or are you saying like are the are the fear frequent fear passes going to have like certain like block out dates like. I, I mean, could be. You, I don't know. I was I was asking more if we're if you think we're going to have to reserve our, our days oh, that we're going to be there. The, I, I want to that's tough too because like I said when the, when you had to buy it last year you had to reserve that day specifically for your pass to start and I was hoping that would kind of limit capacity and crowds and whatnot and it was just useless didn't really do much at all I feel like this year was so busy but I don't know I just I just feel like that would be kind of inconvenient just to do the reservation things and I feel like if they do try it and 
they see it don't work, I feel like they're not going to have it as a thing because I just really don't see the, the need for it, I guess. Because even with, if they are trying to limit capacity and whatnot, I feel like it, it's not really going to help. Yeah, I, I, I never really got to the bottom of the whole starting date thing. Yeah. I don't know what the purpose was. Right. I, just to see when people are going to come, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you were you know, just traveling, but you were going to be here for a week or so and you were going to go three or four nights, you might as well just get a frequent fear. And they just select the start date mm-hmm. at that moment or at the, the day that they were going to be here. So it's interesting. I really hope they don't go with the reservation system. That would suck. I'd yeah. be so, so furious about that. I just me having to pick every single day that I'm going to be there, especially the fact that your increased prices, you know, over hundreds of dollars the last couple of years. I mean, I, I don't have the exact figures, but I'm willing to bet in the last three years, it's gone up about $250, $300 or yeah. so for a frequent fear pass. Oh, for sure. It's, it's just, it's, it better not get to that level. Cause that doesn't do anything to the crowds. If you want to affect the crowd size, then you can, you can, I, which sucks for people that want to like, sometimes I'll go later, you know, if you really want to limit the crowd space, then set an actual number and say, Talk sorry, you can't come in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's an option. Uh, said they should have done put another put another house in. You, you can do that. You have the money that's going to eat people and that's going to put them in a different area. Come up with another show. Get more attractions in there to disperse the people, because if that's mm-hmm. what you're actually, you know, really worried about, the, the last thing you should be doing is just putting a bandaid over the situation because it's not going to hold mm-hmm. just putting a reservation system in place and hoping it all fo- you know falls in line falls in places yeah I, I just think it's such an easy cheap way out it's such a greedy way out and i would i would hate it mm-hmm. I, i'd pick every single day i would and that sucks because then i would be screwing over people that exactly. maybe there's a night that i can't go but i'm gonna pick it anyways because mm-hmm. i don't know what my schedule is gonna be like in october when i'm doing this in august so this is exactly sounding like how disney did it when you when COVID was going on after disney reopened back up you would have to make your park reservation in advance and because i remember we would try to do it before and we would try to go like two weeks in advance and the park was already reserved and booked out you couldn't do it anymore so, so if it's going to be like that, I feel like that's really shitty. That was the worst thing yeah, ever. Yeah, and I don't. It yeah. was terrible. I, and this is. It was. Yeah, terrible. There's, there's there's zero confirmation yeah. of this. But if that's what it goes down to, I mean, I don't know. That it sucks. That's like the reason why I don't have a Disney. Yeah. That's the reason why I don't have a Disney pass. Same. I haven't yeah. had Disney passes since they started the reservation system because it sucks. I know. I want to just wake up and go do stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to say I'm going to be here. I hate it. I'm very last minute, especially with HHN. I'm like, eh, I guess I'll go tonight. So yeah, and that's kind of a perk, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm sorry for the you know the people that that don't live next door to it, but right. that is a perk of it. That's yeah. a perk of living down here, and that's something that shouldn't be stripped away. Yeah. Now, if you want, maybe maybe every, I don't know, you know, if you if you're really worried about it, maybe sell. Instead of selling a bunch of frequent fear passes, offer bundles of like three day passes that are a little bit cheaper. So for the people that are going to be here for those weeks and think they're going to come, you know, three times and that's their option, they get the frequent fear pass. They buy those instead of three single day passes because it's that's beneficial. That's right. a smart move. But maybe they start offering multi day passes that are not full frequent fear passes. So it's, you know, maybe you pay for two and a half days mm-hmm. and you get a that third one or whatever they do it with the parks i don't be. see why they wouldn't do it for hhn they have like the buy two days get like the third like free or like whatever kind of thing like that 
yeah. So I mean, there's there's ways around this. We can probably talk at a later date on mm-hmm. on this stuff, but I don't know. I, I really hope it do- doesn't come down to a reservation system. I that would not. really really piss me off. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely hate that. <laughs> really piss me off. <laughs> yeah, don't piss. Yeah, don't do, don't no. do it to me. <laughs> don't do it to me. <laughs> Next up, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I filled out a little, or I don't know if I was supposed to say about it, but I, I, whatever. I filled out a Horror Nights survey. They sent an email to me, so I kind of went through all the prompts oh, and yeah. stuff. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of like hypothetical propositions that they're they're throwing out there to, I think, just kind of gauge the community as to what they like, mm-hmm. what they don't like, what are some experiences they want to add or whatever. So these are just a couple things that. I remembered and jotted down after I finished the little survey, but there was hypotheticals. Uh, a fear pass has certain nights with discounted single night tickets. Would that be a perk you were interested in? So if you had a frequent fear pass, you could buy a single night ticket for somebody for a discount or whatever. I've, I've said that from the beginning that they should do that. <laughs> like it, yeah, especially th- with how we have our annual pass. You still don't get a freaking discount on the tickets with your annual pass when you're buying Horror Nights passes. Well, the, I think they were more saying, say you didn't have a pass and I do, uh-huh. like a frequent fear pass. Yeah. I could buy you a single night pass for a discounted rate. Yeah, I'm saying that's if great. If I'm a frequent fear pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I'm i indifferent. I think it's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. But if it's just an excuse for them to jack up my frequent fear pass i don't need it Uh, because i'm not really buying people single night passes all too often mm -hmm. so i mean if it's like a freebie Mm -hmm. and i get like a free 20 percent off or whatever and like i don't have to pay extra for you just to say hey we're gonna charge you 50 extra dollars but you can buy single night passes for a discount like i don't really buy that many you know i don't most of the people i go with have the frequent fear passes so it's not really a perk i necessarily need Mm -hmm. it would more so i guess but benefit me i guess for family who wanted to come and wouldn't want to get the frequent fear pass and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah. they mentioned discounted express passes or free express after midnight for frequent fear pass holders now those are things that i'm i'm more interested in yeah what about you yeah but then everyone after midnight is going to be glomming up the lines for the express pass and you're only gonna have two hours to do everything and even then you might get what max three houses realistically if you're thinking about it and and i'm only saying that in the sense that with how they've had the houses so spread apart you're basically you're not going to go you're not going to be able to do hypothetically speaking for last year the last of us go do blood moon express go back and do chucky and just get all the different things you want to get done like in that two hour time time spot if that makes sense yeah i don't know how it would work mm-hmm. i i mean between the hours of 12 and 2 i could get done like with eight houses and standby and re- this and, year yeah i was gonna say realistically too you after midnight it usually gets kind of slower anyway yeah, yeah. It, it, so it's not really a super necessity i'm curious mm-hmm. if that would attract others to go later during those times and maybe instead of have everybody congested at that seven to 10, mm-hmm. let's say maybe some people from that seven to 10 crowd would end up being a 11 to 2 AM crowd. And they're kind of spreading the, that thin a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a nice incentive. I wouldn't mind a, a discounted express pass. I wouldn't mind 
having express after midnight if you had like say say you have to get the frequent fear plus like the or or whatever the right. ultimate or something like that mm -hmm. maybe it only comes with those passes mm -hmm. and it's after midnight you get express I, I that would be cool i would take that i would i would be okay with my pass going up in price if that was one of the perks that was getting kicked back to me but the express wouldn't be with it though you'd still have to pay for express on top of it just discounted right is that what you're saying there was two options on there. One was a discounted express pass. Uh, and the other option is free express after midnight. Gotcha. Gotcha. So two different options, but both in the express world. Not, not bad then. Okay. I thought you were saying for the yeah. express after midnight pass, it was still going to be just at a discounted rate or whatever. No, because that, yeah, that one's not. That one's it. Okay. Yeah. It was just two, I, two hypotheticals. Wrong. Gotcha. So there was a couple other ones that I don't really think are that they did nothing for me. I think I rated them as like, I don't care, but there was a speed meeting in a fear pass lounge thing trying to get people to hang out there. They're, they're oh, going to set up a frequent fine. fear pass lounge or something like that. And they were going to have a meeting or exclusive photo ops. And then there was potential of uh, panels for house lore, which would be cool. That's kind of cool. But yeah, that, that was one of the options was they, they kind of mentioned that a lot. So I feel like that's something they they want to do is setting up a exclusive frequent fear pass lounge. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's in park or out park or something like that. I'm not sure where exactly they'd put it, but they also did mention bars for just fear pass holders. So that would be cool. I think that would be fun be at cool. the Peacock bar. That would be fun. If you had the Peacock bar, be frequent fear pass exclusive. Mm -hmm. So it kind of spreads the crowd out a little bit. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah, so some interesting stuff. Again, this was a survey put out by Universal three or four weeks ago, just kind of asking a bunch of hypotheticals. I, I, I do feel like this is going to be the year that they're going to they're going to want to make some changes because it is just it's getting to that threshold. It's the linchpin is about to be pulled. <laughs> it's crowded in there, yeah. and they need to come up with options. And I know they're probably limited with what they can do because of all the the money being dumped into Epic. Mm -hmm. But something is going to have to be done. Yeah. And if it's the reservation system, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> pissed. Fuckers. <laughs> uh, let's get into kind of the big stuff now. Yeah. Permits. Permits and code names. Mm -hmm. They've sort of come out. There's been a bunch of permits put out there, and the code names have been found. And this was all from... HHN Wiki on Twitter. They are on it. They always are scouring through the internet for these these permits and stuff like that. They got some like good that. stuff so, on that HHN Wiki, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> they really be so, working hard over there. <laughs> before we get into these code names, because they are out there, I want to sort of quiz you a little bit of the code names from last year's houses and see if you can pick out which ones are which and why and then it'll kind of get our brains thinking mm -hmm. as to what the fuck these code names could be alluding to mm -hmm. because sometimes they're vague sometimes they're you know whatever mm -hmm. they're they're very obscure mm -hmm. last year they were all fruits all the code names were fruits mm -hmm. i feel like i might be able to cheat a little bit on this one i think we learned a couple of them from the tour that we did i think she had mentioned it we did, but I have a terrible I, memory, so I forgot. A, I forgot a lot of these from That's fine. the time. Mm -hmm. So, so what house's code name was Orange? See, this is. I don't even know the first one. <laughs> oh, that's the easiest one. What? Uh, you'll Chucky? you'll know why it's the easiest. Chucky. What? Chucky. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Duh. So the code name of this house was orange due to color of Chucky's hair. I had to think back at the houses for a second. <laughs> Which code name was? So the oh, I almost said it. The da, 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 code name was Pear. What house was that? Hmm. <laughs> really putting me on the spot here. You only got nine to pick from. You got one right already. No, I already got one of them. Uh, the Last of Us? Yeah. Yeah? Do you remember why? <laughs> no, Do you remember why? Just a really good guess. I don't remember why at all. <laughs> so the code name for this house was Pear because mm-hmm. the game's... Uh, because Joel and Ellie were a pair. I remember her telling us that. Now I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Now this one I did not remember. Uh, kumquat. This one I do remember. I think. I think. I think. Oh, yeah, I, I did think. not remember that. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember any of these other ones other than pair. It wasn't Blood Moon, was it? No. 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 Give it to me then, because no. I'm not sure. Really uh, confident. On this that one, one is Stranger Things because kumquat guess. is a strange name for a fruit. <laughs> That was my second guess. Like was... some of them are vague, some of them that's clever. Yeah, make no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one was grape? So we already did. Do, 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 do. Grapes? You said grape? Grapes? Grape? Grapes? Whichever. It's grapes. It's not helping me out here. No. <laughs> Dueling you give up. No, it was not Dueling Dragons. <laughs> it is Exorcist because of Priests, Wine, and Confirmation. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's it's these are very vague. You these are just kind of these are dragons. these are little brain teasers to get us going before the the good stuff of what we can guess of this year. I only said Dueling um, Dragons because if you mix red and blue, you get purple and grapes are purple. Purple. <laughs> Do you red and blue? Yeah, there's purple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's those are the stupid connections that right. they try to do with these code names. That's funny. The next one I'm just going to give you because there was no reasoning for it mm-hmm. that I could find, and that was Blackberry, and they gave that to Monsters. <laughs> Not great. sure what yeah. the connection there was. Mm-hmm. The second one has two potential code names, huh. uh, one being Tomato, one being Apple, and there's a reason for both of them. I would say Tomato is probably the better of the two. Blood Moon? Or maybe Apple. I don't know. Blood Moon? Whichever. No, so this this one was Odd Oddfellow. Hmm. So it was either tomato or apple because a tomato is considered a fruit and a vegetable, which makes it odd. <laughs> and apples are known to be sold in carnivals, which I don't really think of apples being sold at carnivals. That's not like something like candy that apples. stands out. Yeah, but I don't immediately. Like if you tell me carnival food, I think of like popcorn, cotton yeah, candy. True. Fried dough, stuff like that. I don't know why. I associate apple with the blood moon for some reason. Don't know why. Mm. In the colonial times, they probably ate a bunch of apples or something. We'll we'll get there. (laughs) Uh, Which code name was pineapple? I forget what houses we're even running down to now. Darkest deal. It was one that you just mentioned recently. That you were wrong on. Blood moon? Nope. Dueling dragons? Yep. Dueling dragon. Pineapple. So the code name for this haunted house was pineapple because of the scales of the dragons. Ah, that's what resembling it was. a pineapple. Yep, I remember them saying that yep. too. Mm. Oh, which house was codenamed Kiwi? Yeti? Yes. I remember that one from the tour. <laughs> because of the fur on a Kiwi yeah. resembled the fur on a Yeti. Mm-hmm. Which that a fur 
the fur on a kiwi does not resemble the fur of a yeti. It's furry. You can say the fruit is furry, Fuzzy. but it doesn't <laughs> scream yeti. No. Uh, now the code name for this one was tomato. Mm-hmm. Was tomato. This this next one. What do you think? This next one. There is an, another house that was also codenamed tomato. Yeah, we don't. Got the other it. one was kind of a, a back and forth between the two. This one was that was one was tomato. We don't got much left. I mean, what's left? Darkest deal and, uh, and blood moon. Darkest deal tomato. It is darkest deal yeah. because tomatoes are thrown on the stage. That's what I was. Yeah, you're doing bad. Yep, yep, yep. And now you have the last house, but the last house would be Blood Moon, mm-hmm. and the code name for that was Plum because of the red color of the insides being the color of Blood Moon, stuff like that. So the way they do these code names are very loose. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're are sometimes they are like very literal. Orange Chucky mm-hmm. makes sense. Some of them are, are stretches. I'm pretty good at like stretches and weird stuff like that. Oh, I'm not. So I, <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of great ideas. I need to sit on these mm-hmm. a little bit more. But all of the code names are desserts. So the ones that have been released are baklava, mm-hmm. pie, pudding, mm-hmm. cookies, flan, fudge, cobbler, and s'mores. Just looking at them because they are all part of the sweets. Mm-hmm. You think we are seeing the return of major sweets? The way we saw the return of Oddfellow, the way we saw Pumpkin Lord in that pseudo icon overall event. This is not really, it's not an anniversary year. It's not a special numbered year. You know, we came off of 30 and then we went right to 31. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're in those like weird in between years. Do you think that this is, do you think it's too literal? Do yes. you think that's too easy 100%. of an answer? I do. I really do. <laughs> I hope, I hope not. That would be cool. I don't know. I, I, it is a little soon. Do we know I, what these if, permits are for? Are they for the houses? The ho- specific five houses. You said there's five desserts that they've announced. Or I don't, I just listed so them off. I don't know how many. Oh, okay, okay. I think there's like, yeah, I don't know. So I'm but curious. The, huh? the co- the permit, the permits are for the houses, mm-hmm. and each house has a code name. Each gotcha. permit has a code name on it. So it's the same thing as last year. Mm-hmm. All those code names we went through, these code names are for houses. We just don't know which, mm. you know, we don't know what the house is yet. They have the locations on them. I did think, I, I do think that the tents are back. I know we mentioned that they may have been kind of going the way of the dodo because they are on their last legs and they are way past their expiration date. It does seem that they are coming back. Or at least one of them was. I think I saw one tent location on there. So, but yeah, so they're all desserts this year. So major sweets, you think it's too on the nose. I don't know. I, I I do think that the reason they came up with these code names obviously was to trick us. Right. Was to get everybody thinking and stuff like that. And I do think that that's too on the nose as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would do something that, that easy. They also never really tease the overall theme event through these code names they just kind of like loosely tie them in but anyways baklava any any guesses baklava i took the definition down it is a layered pastry dessert made of phyllo pastry sheets mm-hmm. filled with chopped nuts and sweetened with syrup or honey it was one of the most popular sweet pastries in the ottoman empire it's delicious it is good I didn't put a definition for all of them. Really, I just did it on, <laughs> on that one. And I was like, you know what? I don't no. need to read definitions of desserts on the Halloween Horror Nights podcast. Right. Um, so, I mean, if we're just going off definition, 
I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but honey, candy we're man. not going to get blood or well, candy man or poo blood and honey. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, I think there would be some issues there. Yeah, a little I don't bit. Think that that would happen a little bit. All I was all I that stuck out to me was lava, and I was like, maybe there's some sort of volcano Pompeii original or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of cool. That is kind of cool. The the Ottoman Empire, we could maybe revisit Nightingales or something like Mm -hmm. that if we go back in time again, because we already had them in sort of that Roman era and the Mm -hmm. World War II era. Maybe maybe Baklava is going to be some sort of Ottoman Empire variation of the Nightingales. That would be kind of fun. I don't know. I was thinking that that was really all. Greek gods and goddesses kind of stuff. Maybe I used to work at a Greek restaurant and they had baklava, but I don't know if that was just something that our owner had there. I don't really know if it's Greek, but I think it is. But I was I was thinking maybe like an original Greeks gods and goddesses horror esque sort of house maybe or Candyman like, is what I thought. Well, something like that. If you're going down the Greek road, there were rumors. Man, it was either last year or two years ago mm-hmm. that they were gonna re that they were gonna take one of the God. I forget the name of it. Oh, Pandora's box. Yes, um, that was they had that at Hollywood from Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Man, that'd be. Which cool. I don't remember at this. I don't remember if this is Greek gods or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, if we're talking Greek gods, Poseidon <laughs> is this the Poseidon Fury's house? Oh God, <laughs> that'd is be this, really are, funny. Are they going to follow the footsteps? Are they going to continue the trend of yeah of the? you know, theme park ride to Horror Nights House. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you'd I be know. you'd be pretty pretty stoked. <laughs> I do like Poseidon's Fury, but I don't want to go through that house unless no. there's a goddamn water vortex. <laughs> the water vortex was the, the best part of it all. <laughs> that was the cool Sorry, I'm, how, I'm how looking up the it? how do they do it? I'm looking up the Pandora's box thing now. You got me all down the rabbit hole about that, but you could go on to the next one. I was just doing a little, a little yeah. research on my own end. Well, the next one is pie. Um, I think there's mm-hmm. a very obvious route that this could be going, mm-hmm. and that would be the pizza pie, and that would be Five Night at Freddy's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, What do you think about that? So are you doing researching still? No, <laughs> are you still I, looking I, I up the house we were talking about 10 minutes ago. No, I was, but I was going to say this. I did think five nights at Freddy's was a possibility for one of these, but then again, I'm kind of contradicting myself because it could be too obvious, but on the list of dessert treats that were labeled on there, there was cupcake and they have Mr. Cupcake and five nights at Freddy's. So that'd be, could be relating to that little booger, but I feel like that'd be too obvious too. So pie, I didn't, I didn't really make that connection, but I know you did, which I hadn't even thought about that pizza pie. And I was like, that's kind of smart. So yeah. it, it I don't could see, be. or was I don't cupcake see a not cupcake on there? No, no maybe, cupcake's not on there. Maybe I made that up. Scratch that, guys. So, so maybe I think this you were just this. excited about the cupcake guy. I think I was, Mr. Cupcake. Love him. But, uh, <laughs> but I was going to say, um, that would make more sense than I feel like your answer is more logical than mine would have been if cupcake was on there. <laughs> I mean, I think that one, again, is too on the nose. The other pie right. one I had was a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. I think this is also, I didn't really talk about these, but there is an anniversary. Yes. Yeah, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. it's coming up on its 50th anniversary in 2024. I, I believe there was like a pie related to 
the Texas Chainsaw Leatherfacey kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that that could fill in that void. Also, I wouldn't have even thought of that. That's a, that's a good idea. A little like back history on Texas Chainsaw. The production went over budget, and essentially uh, another company had to come in and kind of float them some cash to get them through. Mm-hmm. The film production company that floated them that extra money was is called Pie in the Sky. You're a genius. Big stretch. I got it. No, big that's, stretch. That's see, I would never think of shit like that though. That's good. <laughs> I would never. Well, well, good thing we're coming up. Good thing we're coming up on pudding because for pudding I have nothing. Pudding. I did not get to think on pudding that much. That is the only things I was funny. thinking of was like putting somebody in a trap. Maybe we have saw. Maybe that's like a reference to that. I don't know. They are coming out with a new saw eleven. I'm pretty sure this year. Eleven. So. They had ten. Yeah. Ten was very well well received. I enjoyed mm-hmm. ten. It was a fresh spin on things. Mm-hmm. They didn't resurrect characters. You know, spoiler. Alert, they brought old characters back, mm-hmm. but this was set before they had died in the main timeline so it's not really a, mm-hmm. a direct you know resurrection so to speak right so it was it was very fun but for pudding i really didn't have much i don't i do want to sit and think on these a little bit more because just mm-hmm. you know putting everything together i was focusing on a lot of other stuff and and the code names were, were getting to me they were really getting to me mm-hmm. uh but we'll move on cookies you had a nice little uh thought for cookies yeah, I, finally I had one of them. I mentioned this to, to you yesterday, which you were kind of on the same path as me, I feel like. So mm-hmm. my thought was cookies, Santa Claus, you leave milk and cookies for Santa Claus, goes back to not Krampus that we've already had. But I was thinking this could possibly be our holidays in Hell House. I feel that they usually follow suit with Hollywood. The last two years they've had Holidays in Hell as a scare zone and as a house for last year. And so I think this is our year to hopefully get it. But also just a suggestion, just a thought, but maybe I'm getting myself hyped up for it, but it'd be really cool to see a Holidays in Hell house. And that's what I thought for this one. Yeah, I like that because I was along the same lines. I was thinking Krampus, okay. not the not the movie Krampus, but an original because that was something that was rumored last year. And I feel like whenever the rumors start coming out from Hard Night Nightmares, I I do remember them. I try to, you know, I, I hold them up to a high regard. They probably heard something from someone. And just because it didn't happen last year doesn't mean it's not an idea that was still being floated around. So maybe it's something that was floating around this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for cookies, I had Krampus. You had holidays in hell. I think we're on the same wavelength on that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's fun. Mm-hmm. Flan, anything for that one? Because there's an easy way out on this one, and I took it. <laughs> I, like I said, you're the one who could go for the stretches more than I can. I'm not that not that creative, so no, I didn't think of anything for this one. So what was the Flan, easy way out? Uh, Flanagan, Mike Flanagan, maybe a little House of Usher, Ouija, something like that. If they brought the haunted Bly Manor, Bly Manor, I would literally freak out. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know. What? I don't know that might be too easy i don't it, these are all things that like too. i would never think of that you you think they're too easy or at least i think they're too easy but then you look at some of them from the previous years and you're like damn that was easy yes. i just didn't yeah. put, put it together mm-hmm. in that sense so maybe it's maybe it is that easy yeah. sometimes you're good at like um, riddles and stuff though too i feel like you're usually pretty good at stuff like this yeah i well you, you always try to compliment me right before the one that i don't have anything for <laughs> so fudge i ain't got nothing for fudge, fudge. Uh, 
I, I really I, I'm I'm because I do enjoy like these like weird riddly things. I'm not going to rest on these. I will come back yeah. uh, in a week or two with more of these like, well, this could be mm-hmm. the fudge one. Uh, uh, and it's really maybe, just like watching movies and being like, where did these pop out? Right. From? Maybe because fudge. This is just stupid, but I have to say it. Maybe because fudge looks like mud. In the little swampy mud water swamp creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> cool. Oh, that's a weird stretch. That's that weird is stretch. that is very. Imagine they're like, that's wow, how this girl get it? <laughs> they're like, yeah, now she's she's <laughs> no. way off. Uh, fudge. Really yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find a way to get like too. creature involved into mm-hmm. any of these, but I just. I couldn't. And this obviously isn't all the houses. And I'm sure there is some weird connection, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's coming for sure. Uh, Cobbler. Did you have anything for this one? Because I had one that was kind of a stretch too, but I mean, these are all stretches. This one was kind of a stretch too. And I thought about this one after we were talking about the other day, some of the ideas that we had. kind of the easy easy way out with how you did with the Mike Flanagan and the Flan one but um Cobbler the movie Cobweb came out this past year was pretty good well done could be done to a house I, I, could I see still it. haven't, seen, haven't it. seen Cobweb but it was I think you would enjoy it and it was received fairly well so that was kind of my stretch on that one though <laughs> so my my stretch was Cobbler mm-hmm. Cobbler is also known uh, not as a dessert, but a a shoe mm-hmm. repairman. Yeah. So I just thought of you know shoes, Cinderella's shoes, scary tale sequel, something like that. Or the the old woman it's... who lived in the shoe, that big like. I think yeah, either of those works yeah. for works for sort of a scary tale sequel. I could see that. So that would be interesting. It'd be fun to revisit the scary tales. Those mm-hmm. were always really fun. I think was the last one twenty six or something like that. The deadly ever after, I believe it was. I I could be kind of messing up my numbers it's been a since since hhn ended i haven't really done a lot of like house research and like looked at a lot of stuff it's kind of been i don't want to think about it too much i don't want to hype myself up i can't do 11 months Mm -hmm. of hype or 10 months of hype i can just kind of talk about it a little bit here and there and i don't have to do all the research but i i think it was something around that time frame but yeah that's where i got for cobbler for right now i mean you can make a case for uh i don't know the, uh, the like I said, I'm gonna I'm not gonna let these go. I'm gonna be sitting on these and coming up with new theories as as often as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, s'mores is the last one. Anything for s'mores? I, mean, I would have said I would have said Yeti campground kills, but you know that's was, not the case. So we're gonna we're not gonna I'm, have that twice. I know, and that's what I was just gonna say. I feel like that's all I can kind of like think of is like campground s'mores Yeti esque style since they've been going on the yeti train but i feel like that's too obvious you know yeah mm-hmm. yep so all i had was sequel because if you'd like some sort of sequel because mm-hmm. you want some more of it so i don't i don't know <laughs> uh, maybe sweets is back and that's like you're getting some more sweets maybe the conjuring because we're always getting some more of those and with the recent news of atomic monster acquisition mm-hmm. maybe that's in there Maybe it's something coming back from this past year. Maybe we have a Zodiac house or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe, maybe Oddfellow's back and we got some more of him. Now my creature theory was crazy, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> s'more, you know, I some more of it. Let, again, I gotta, I gotta give it to you, Nick. I yet again, wouldn't have thought of that. So 
No. Well, those are all of those little code names, yeah. and those are always fun to go through. I'm sure we're going to talk about those throughout the year and kind of see what's what else is, is yeah. sort of leaking out and whatnot. But that's that's really all I had for all the HHN news. We had a lot of stuff to catch up on. We had the code names. We had the tweets. We had the maps. We had the reservation systems. We had all this kind of stuff. So a good little catch-up episode to start the year off. Yeah. I do have a little list of movie anniversaries happening in 24 if you'd like to hear those as well because we know that hhn doesn't always do the stuff on the anniversaries but like sometimes they do so can i mention one first yeah I, you probably already have it down but i wanted to mention it too when i had the chance was that it's the creature from the black lagoon 74th anniversary am i wrong yeah i don't have that one on there. You don't have that one on there. Right? I don't have individuals. I have like okay. I have like big anniversaries, so I'm not, gotcha. I'm not doing six years old, two years old. I'm doing gotcha. some longer stuff, and and a lot of these make me sad because Aww. I remember them and I am old. <laughs> uh, Saw is going to be twenty. Wow. This year, you know, two thousand four. That's pretty crazy. Uh, Alien is going to be forty five. Actually, I knew that actually I had to write a little something about Alien the other day and I noticed that and I was like, wow, I didn't the first movie came out in like 1979 or something like that. I didn't even realize. Yeah, well, crazy. Maybe. Yeah. My yeah. math's not that good. And that's the th- and they have the Romulus coming out this year. So they do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I didn't write down the, the, the dates and I'm not great at math, so I'm not even going to attempt to yeah. do it on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gremlins 40. 40. Wow. I didn't realize that. Maybe that's more. Could the little color of them, the, the colors of them. I got them right here. You said I got them right here. Get them. There got them right is. there. That, that's more colors right there. You could be onto something here. That's white. That's black. That's tan. Maybe. If, you're, if you're listening in podcast form, I'm holding up Gizmo. <laughs> that's the color of s'more. Maybe and if you put here. water on them, you're if you put water on them, you get some more. Gremlins coming to HHN. That's it. Year. You heard it here from Nick. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> The Mogways. Uh, it follows 10 years. You don't got to tell me. <laughs> if, Crazy. If it Go. follows was to ever come in some sort of capacity whatsoever to, to Halloween Horror Nights, even if it didn't come here and if it went to Hollywood. Because, <sighs> wow, what a hater. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. We're we talking about It Follows. Put me to sleep. <laughs> oh, and it has the sequel coming out finally after 10 years, too which is awesome. Yeah, we've been clamoring for that. I, have. I can't wait. <laughs> Ghostbusters is 40. Damn. The, the Sixth Sense, 25. Mm. Crazy. Remember that in theaters. Yep. The Wizard of Oz, 75. Not necessarily a horror, but like creepy. Scares still. my mom. She and we've done that. <laughs> yeah, we've done that sort of with the scary tale stuff. So yeah. could tie in there. The Blair Witch, 25 years wow. since that sucker came out. Nightmare on Elm Street is 40. And we talked about it recently, or we just talked about it not too long ago. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was is mm-hmm. turning 50. Damn. So crazy, that is crazy, crazy stuff. Well, Time before we completely, yeah, before we completely wrap up, it's been two or three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. So horror movie of the weeks. <laughs> what have you watched uh, recently in recent history that you can, that you can remember that you want to mention? So I got 
I think one thing that stands out besides the 15 hours of below deck I've been watching the last couple of days. I have been watching a lot of below deck. It's so addicting. <laughs> um, there is one thing I watched and it's not anything new. It came out this past year. I actually had it for my what to watch Wednesday, but I finally watched Malum. And for those of you who haven't seen it before, it's a reimagining of the original film, the last shift. I want to say it came out 2014, 2015. I could be wrong, but it was actually much more enjoyable. I think than the last shift, I think it was, had a better similar storyline since it was re- reimagining, but it kind of went a different route and it showed a little more gore, better kills, the ending made a little more sense and was a little bit better. So I, I really enjoyed it. I feel like I've watched a couple more things, but that was the one that really stood out to me most. We've we've definitely watched a lot in the last yeah. four <laughs> weeks, but uh, one for me would be the Netflix original Leave the World Behind. I did end up watching that a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but I, I'm okay with that stuff. I, I enjoyed it. I do wish that it wasn't so ambiguous at the end, and I'm not going to spoil it because I know it's a newer one, but... It was very fun. It's a, you know, doomsday style thriller. A family is renting seemingly an Airbnb. The couple that, not really the couple, the father and daughter that own that property show up in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden, you know, the electronics are going down. Service is going down. Something is happening. We don't know what's happening. And they just have to try to get to the bottom of it and survive. And all this weird stuff's happening. So it's a fun mystery doomsday thriller if you enjoy that stuff give it a watch the ending did leave a little bit to be desired i do wish that there was some sort of more explanation or more more finish to it i felt like it was very very build-up oriented and the payoff wasn't as good as as it could have been it's like i was waiting an hour for a a meal that was cooked (laughs) just okay it was fine i'm not going to complain about some okay food but Mm -hmm. it was just okay in, in my book yeah um, anything else before we jump off here and jump right into 2024? I know. Not that I can think of here, off the... <laughs> I was going to say, we're already here, but that's okay. Not really that I could think of off the top of my head. It's the beginning of a new year. Lots of fun new things coming our future that I can't wait to talk about and do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of cool stuff. We do. Well, we will be back on Sunday. We will be kickstarting our Shutter Sundays back up. Mm-hmm. We took this little break off of both of those just so we can kind of have you know, a little peace of mind and not go crazy over the holidays and trying to juggle 14 billion other things with work and family and buying presents and all that good stuff that comes with the holidays, gaining 300 pounds because everyone buys you candy. So much candy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So much candy, but we will be back. Shutter Sundays. They will continue. So go to our YouTube page, follow us, Mm -hmm. subscribe to us, like us there, whatever. Tell a friend, leave a review, leave a comment, say hello, all that jazz. We will be back next week i don't know what we're gonna talk about we got blessed with this time off and all this random news kind of popping out but Thank God. we are quickly approaching i mean those rumors do start to come out in february yep. so we're you know next month month and a half we're gonna yeah. start seeing some rumors out there which means i'm gonna to have to be glued to those little message boards and try and find some stuff for us but ah <laughs> uh, this is good this is good to be back well until next time this is nick this is jamie Happy haunts. It's cursed. Cursed. It's got a death curse. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare. And again, I would just say.
just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.